here on Rejoice Radio, 101.3 FM and 990 AM. We are Rejoice. WREJ Richmond, W267CB Richmond. Thank you for listening. Here's your AccuWeather forecast on Rejoice 101.3. For today, partly sunny, high 58. Cloudy tonight, low 46. Tomorrow, cloudy and warm with winds gusting past 40 miles per hour, high 72. Tuesday, sunny and cooler, high 51. Wednesday, rain heavy at times, high 50. Plan with confidence. Download the redesigned AccuWeather app today. For AccuWeather on Rejoice 101.3, I'm Brian May. If anyone asks, you're listening to Rejoice, WREJ, Richmond, 101.3 FM, 990 AM. Hi, this is Tammy Mobley. I am a survivor of domestic violence. My personal mission is to educate and inform people about the red flags in an unhealthy relationship and the effects of domestic violence. This show, we will also talk about life challenges, incarceration, health scares, factors of racism, and much more. Let's start surviving today. Welcome to Beyond Surviving with Tammy, where we recognize, empower, and support survivors. I am your host, Tammy Mobley, domestic violence survivor and advocate. In studio with me today is no other than Mike King. He's a fellow radio personality, so I'm excited to have him here to share his story. But don't go anywhere. Right after this commercial break, we are going to meet and greet our guests. Hi, I'm Mama Shells of Mama Shells Cafe, home of the Soul Rolls, located at 10811 Hall Street Road. Give us a call at 804-912-1644 or order online at mamashells.com. Ask us about our off-site catering options. We also offer online ordering through Grubhub, Uber Eats, and DoorDash. Follow us on social media at Mama Shells Cafe. That's Mama Shells. We're Seoul, south of the James. Welcome back to Beyond Survivor with Tammy, where we recognize, empower, and support survivors. Again, I'm your host, Tammy Mobley, domestic violence survivor and advocate. In studio with me this morning is On the Mic with Mike. Mike King, welcome to Beyond Survivor with Tammy. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here, my fellow radio personality. So we were going to be talking about today, um, our topic is surviving grief and loss during the holiday season. Um, And I know before we were talking, you said that your wife suffered several losses. So when you want to talk to us about it? One of the good parts about, I guess, we're dealing with grief. A lot of times it's a serious topic and people, we really don't know how to deal with it. You deal with it right then at the moment. Sometimes we wrap it up, put it in a box and put it away. Uh, so I saw firsthand what my wife was dealing with. We were dealing with it. But sometimes over the course of years, so many things happen. You just put it away, and you try and just deal with life. And sometimes those things come back because we don't address them. We don't address them uh, in the best way. We, a lot of times we want to bury it. We want to okay. bury the hurt, because you, especially with your significant other, a person that you love or care about. A lot of times... You don't want them to hurt. So it's like, what can I do to keep you busy? Because I don't want you to feel what you're feeling mm-hmm. at the moment, whether it's a passing, whether it's serious illness, whether it's tragedy in your family. A lot of times we don't know what to do. We don't, we're not trained sometimes. Some people are more empathetic than others. That's why this platform that you have is so important because it gives people a platform to talk about serious stuff and right. people need to hear it. Right. And, and you're exactly right, especially around now, the holiday season, because actually last year, 
um, it was the last show of last year, I had a veil counseling come on and we kind of switched seats and they gave me an in-studio counseling session because I was still grieving of the passing of my father. And a lot of people see me either on social media or out in public, and they're like, oh, Tammy, you always have this nice smile, and you're always bubbly. But you're right. We kind of, like, put it away because we don't want people to see that. And we were talking ahead of the show, and you said you when you ask people how they're doing, and we just say fine because we don't really want to go ahead and talk about those difficult topics, or we don't want people to be like, bag. All I said was, how you doing? And you gave me the book. You gave me chapter and verse. Uh, right. Shout out to my friend Stephanie Becker, who runs a nonprofit called Better Together. And she was the person I asked, mm-hmm. how you doing? She goes, if I really told you, you'd run away uh, with you know, your hair on fire because I got a kid who has cancer. I got all of these things right here. Now, do you? I'm not going to tell you because that's a loaded question. Because sometimes we are not, we're not equipped to go with the answer. But uh, but in reality, maybe that person just wants somebody to talk to. Uh, yeah, and just to listen, especially each week that we're on the show, and I'm on the show. Um, my intern David and Calvin and my husband's not here today, but we are listening to trauma every week. We're listening to people share everything that they have, but they're going, leaving out of here, and even though we just have that 30 minutes, they're leaving out of here, and they still got to deal with life. So I remember you were saying that your wife had a twin brother that lost. Tell us about that story. So I met my wife in 1982 at at, uh, Fort Riley, Kansas. We were both in the Army. Uh, Get together. She has a twin. Her twin brother has cancer when when we meet. So we go to New York. I meet her brother. He's in the hospital. We come back home, back to Kansas about a month or so later, the brother passes away. That impacts you. So at 21, 22, her brother passes away, her twin brother. It affects you how you do life, how you, you know, it affects you as a person. It affects the family. Trauma affects families as a whole. And like I said, sometimes when you're not equipped, when when things have been good for certain families or you don't experience a lot of death in your family, you don't experience those things, sometimes when things happen, you, you we're not equipped and don't know how to how to handle it. So over the course of the years, and you know, and we deal with it today, loss after loss after loss. My mother passes away in 97, and I tell people when you lose a parent, lose a child or whatever, it impacts you. Like for me, my life, my mom passed away on Veterans Day. Both me and my wife were in the Army. It's just kind of appropriate, Veterans Day. But my life is in two stages, one before and then one after. And so I remember after my mom passed away, I was writing all this stuff in the book, in which I never did. And then after a while, I ran out of steam and put the book away. So when I have people who are writers, journalers, whatever you guys call yourself, do you go back and read it? Because I went back and looked at some of that stuff, and I just said, whoa. Why was it? Because it was it that deep, or you didn't? Yeah, that was that wasn't a regular mic. I'm I'm not that person. Like for me, I'm real. I'm kind of people may not get it, but I'm introverted, and that's why you know radio works for me because I you know I keep my crew around me, as you saw, you know, mm-hmm. like the trusted people. Because when I have to go places and deal with people that I don't know, it turns into a little bit of an awkward kind of thing. So that's why I take my wife a lot of places like, yo, baby, come on, let's go. Because she's a person I know. But we're dealing with things from when we're 22, 32, 42, now at almost 62, we've gone through some of those things to get a lot of those things together. But a lot of them is hurt, whether when it's my mother passing away, whether when it's her father passing away. It's all of those things that you accumulate and, and you have to be able to talk. She's a talker person, and I'm not. 
So you have to find a way or find somebody who can talk and talk to them because I know that's what's so important about your platform. You give people right. an opportunity to talk about serious stuff. Right. Thank you. Thanks. I'm going to just turn real quick just to say good morning to people that's um, popping in. Good morning, Amaya. Good morning, Clarence. He said, Mike King, the godfather of radio. Yeah. <laughs> good morning, Dr. V. Good morning, Kenya. Thank you for tuning in. Once again, we are speaking with Mike King, and we're talking about grief and loss during the holiday season. One of the things that was really um, important in what you said was that you're an introvert. But you're on the radio, and you're on ESPN radio, you're on the Choice radio, so no one would ever think that you're an introvert. Because that's, that's 40 years of my wife working with me. She came, she was one of eight kids. Mm -hmm. So I've sort of learned how to do, we all have, it's not personalities, but it's who we do. So that's the job out there. Hey, how you doing? And now I really have a platform because business can help society be better. That's my show. People are like, you're on ESPN? And you, oh, that's great. No, it's not about sports. It's about how business can help society be better. And so we talk to nonprofits, business people, community organizations. People come on and talk about what they do. But the journey, the, the underlying thing that the show is, is people telling their stories. Right. So when I'm done with that, I sit in the car and like, oh, Lord, I'm talked out. I've been talking for two hours. <laughs> I know the feeling. I, and when I go home sometime on Sundays, which, you know, of course, a lot of people don't know because I'm listening to trauma each week, I literally take naps for three hours sometimes. Like, I go, my son and my husband, they'll make fun of me, say, are you going to take your three-hour nap today? Okay, so now here's, so now, all right, I'm going to turn the tables on you really quickly. Exactly. All right. <laughs> Who takes care of the caregiver? Because the caregiver don't know to stop. Right. The caregiver will not stop. Mm -hmm. Somebody has to be strong enough to step in to say, and it's going to be a fight then, too, because the caregiver is going to be like, no, I'm good. I'm good. So he has to ask you, you didn't heard some hard stuff. Mm -hmm. Who do you, where do you put it? Because, you know, I'm here spilling it out, telling the story to, you know, beyond surviving with Tammy. But when it's over, Tammy didn't heard all of this. Yeah. You didn't heard it in a professional life. You didn't heard it in the school. Now, all of a sudden, you got all this stuff in you. All right, ma'am, the right. floor is yours. What right. do you do? <laughs> and that's exactly why a bill came on last <laughs> year, right? Because it said, well, who's who's pouring into Tammy? Who Who's doing this? So that's when, like, therapy comes into session. That's when my husband comes into play. That's when I have a really good group of moms with my mom's group. What they're called my college moms there. So shout out to Kenya and Joanna and Chris and Trisha um, and Katina. So they're, like, my source that's there all the time. My mom is there for me to listen in, you know, all the time. Because you're right. I'm listening to trauma, and I'm still dealing with grief. I'm still dealing with trauma through the holiday season so you were saying that you didn't know how to handle it when your wife was going through all of this how were you a support system to her because if y'all did not hear y'all could hear the northern accent in his Shout voice out to Philly. <laughs> so i feel like sometimes when we're from up north new york philly we already had this hard exterior like you know what i'm hard i'm okay how were you able to help your wife and be empathetic through that time when she's dealing with three back-to-back -back losses the idea was to keep her moving. Mm. We're just going to keep moving. You know, we're just going to take this day and then, hey, hey, come on, girl, let's go do this, this thing. I wasn't, the only thing I can do is just be there with you because I, I don't have history of understanding. But this, and there were some steps along the way that I said some things that was like, ooh, shouldn't have said that. One of the things was just like, nobody can judge you like mom judges you. So, you know, one of the times, and I was just like, maybe we could, it's not a good thing, but there's nobody else 
higher than that. So, you know, you don't have to worry about anybody else judging you when, you know, mom passes away. That wasn't exactly, you know, the best thing to say. So you kind of learn with that. It's just being there and just doing stuff together because sometimes it's just, you know, a person goes away or and you try and go with them. You have to go get them in that dark place because sometimes that dark place is just a place where you can go and stay. And as black folks, a lot of times, we know we're not that big on going to get the, the, the help that we need, you know. Suck it up, pull yourself out of bootstraps. And it's good that this younger generation of people now understands that because people my age, I'm, I'll be 62 in December, we ain't, nah, we good. Right. And we, we ain't good. Right. And <laughs> we have it all bottled up and we don't know how to process it. No. It comes out negatively. We do have a question from David. How does spirituality affect your grief? I think people have to go find that wherever, wherever it is for you, whether it's organized religion, whether it's a higher power, higher calling, somebody that you're answered to, that the world is just bigger than you. And we didn't get here by chance. This isn't, this isn't by chance. So you could find your crew, your religion, your people to find your help and, and your support system. But you need to go somewhere. And so I grew up, I grew up, I tell people I grew up real religious. So I went to church all the time. I come from a long line of preachers. The army got me. My sister's a preacher. All my cousins are preachers. So you know, we we did the the church the church thing. I get that, and so there's that there's that foundation of going. You don't have to go all the time, but you have to understand that there's a power that we all need to answer to, how whatever that is. So it's not just a snap of a finger and we're here. Nah, it's it's more than that. I meet you. There's a reason that I meet you. It's not just by chance. Sometimes you meet people at certain points in your life. Uh, one of the things that we always, I talked about the other day, which is paying it forward. You have an intern, you changed his life by giving him an opportunity to come here. You deal with people all the time and you just go live your life and all of a sudden you're like, I met you three years ago and you said this thing. <laughs> you have no clue right. what that thing was because you see and talk to tons of people. Right. So that that's mine, it's the whole spirit, spirituality part about it for me, which is just living life, trying to be the best, trying to help somebody get to where they need to be. And I agree. And I and one of the things that I'm glad that question could come out because I pray every morning. <laughs> so that's for me. Like I pray every morning. I actually work in school, so I pray before I go into the school because I don't know what these kids are going to say to me <laughs> sometimes. But I do, you're right, I do believe that there is a higher calling. And it's a calling on us to just go ahead and give back give back to whoever we're um, communicating with. I thought there was another question in there to whoever we're communicating with. And again, like just dealing with the holiday season. So how does your wife it's hard. deal? It's really, uh, it, because was, I see you said when you came in, you was like, she said, oh, she ain't coming on here. She, my wife like, ain't coming, she, she no, ain't coming she, on she, here. Because it, it was, it was pretty traumatic. Uh, so my wife's mother passed away on uh, right before Christmas. Oh, wow. And so we're in New York and her my wife's niece came by to see her grandmother, but didn't know her grandmother passed away. So he knocks on the door. Hey, here to see grandma. Everybody got the greatest look on their face because the family was, was stretched out. She didn't know. That was like an extended family and uh, through a, a divorce and all of that. So she hadn't gotten the word because it, it had just happened. Wow. And so, you know, trying, that, was, that was an eye-opening moment where it's like, so I know how the holidays is. And being in the military also, 
you're always away from home on the holidays. So you learn how to just deal with it. And I understand from a holiday standpoint how important it is, like family. People go into some dark places because you see everyone's festive. Everybody's having a good time but me. You looked up and like, no, oh, the whole world's having a party. You know, now it's born. There's the financial stuff that's on people. COVID had, you know, showed up and never left. And so all those things we're trying to deal with on a, on a daily basis. Now we're up against Christmas. Right. And there's the financial stresses on people to, to get their kids and their, their families what they want. Yeah, thank you. I, mean, I do. I want to, um, my condolences to you, condolences to your wife. Because um, I know the holidays are hard, you know. Um, it's hard for me. It's hard. My, my husband has, his aunt died a couple of years of cancer. So it's hard. And even a lot of people know that I also have an older son that's incarcerated. So it's just hard for me on Thanksgiving. Like, I, that's like my worst holiday. I tell everybody that's my worst holiday because that's the last time that we were all together as a family that he was able to celebrate with us. So usually on Thanksgiving, I'm in my bed. Like, I'm like, okay, y'all do y'all thing. But this year I went to my mom's house. So it really is hard. But I have two questions I want to get out of that one. The first one, did you find yourself listening to your wife more or keeping her moving more? Which one did you think was more effective? Back in the day, it was keeping her moving. I'm listening, but I don't have the capacity to have to answer. A lot of times when, so I was an only kid for a lot of years. And the, the thing is, so the conversational part, the going back and forth, I didn't understand that. Like the really, like the conversationalist. I've learned how to do this with the radio because of her. But the, but listening was just like, yeah, I got it. I'm, I don't get it. But, you know, we're talking and trying to figure it out. But the idea was to, to keep her moving. Okay, thank you, and thank you for that. Thank you for being so, honest, so too. So, folks, that's right. not real. That's not the real, that's not the best method. <laughs> because it was just like that, that was like she was happy. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you're not sad when you're moving. We're doing stuff. We're going here, we're doing that, and this, and now, baby, come on, let's go do this thing. And you were young, too. Yeah, we started with like, 22. Yeah, 22 years old. Like, our brains are not even fully developed until we're mid-20s, no. so you didn't even know how we to were handle growing, we that, grew up, right? People said, we've been married, it'll be 40 years. Mm-hmm. So we did a 22-year-old, 32, you know, we've seen people pass away, and we just grow, so there's not much distance or space between us because I don't have a whole bunch of news stories she ain't heard. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, but, and I've been there. She's seen me when my mom passed away. And so we were at the funeral, and my sister's a preacher, so she put the whole funeral together. And the, the, the minister's up there, and he says, you know, he starts talking, and somebody's phone goes off. And it was a Looney Tunes ringtone. I started laughing. I thought it was funny because I could just see them really freaking out because it goes off. So you look, and she looks at me like, all right, Mike, now it's not the time for, for that. Well, when my father passed away, because I'm not in Philly, we lived a lot of places, the uh, minister says, well, my condolences to Carrie and William. And I'm looking around like, who William? And my sister's up like, it's Michael. It's Michael. And she's done, I guess the preacher said, well, if he came to church, then I wouldn't know his name is Michael. So he called, he called me the wrong name. name at the funeral? Because my father's William. Wow. I thought that was, yeah. But it's a lighter moment because it's something serious. I, I, at light, at harder moments, I tend to mm-hmm. slow things down, and don't get caught up in the moment. Because right. when you get caught up in the moment, I can work problems. 
And especially do that because you're by yourself. I have crazy ideas, and as a kid, you don't have anybody to tell you that's a crazy idea. You just run with it. Right. right. When you have no siblings. Yeah, because you said you were I was an only, only kid child almost, until 14. Almost, almost 14. So you didn't even have to deal with anybody else's emotions. You didn't no, have to no be nice to anybody. No, no you didn't TVs. have to do anything. No, I ate, well, you know, when I went to my cousin's house, mm-hmm. I'm like, man, these guys, they eat crazy because they're always worried about food. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed going there. But after I'm, I'm there for a while, it's time to go home because now I like the the solitude of of that. And what has happened was, over the course of forty years, I've gotten better at this thing that I'm doing now. But I took my wife to the quiet place. That's good. Thank you. Next question from Doctor V. What is the hardest part about being sensitive to your wife's needs and not triggering more negative feelings? What was the hardest part? Showing that I'm listening and really having the capacity to listen for a, a while. Like talkers talk and people with a, tor- a short attention spans, a lot of times you get overwhelmed because we all have a certain level of, I don't know, compassion in us. And sometimes, you know, that one, it, it, it filled me up because it's like I'm not that good at dealing with grief either. And I was there when it happened. So when when your brother passed away, you guys were 21, 22 years old. We've been married a couple of years now already. So when she deals with the loss now, we're talking 40, you know, almost 40 years ago. Her mom passed away in 89. That's a lifetime ago. So a lot of that has happened. And so it's kind of listening and talking through, but also go right back to this thing about keeping it moving. Not not the best, but conversation, listening, and trying to be good that way. And just sit there. And I think that, you know what, don't beat yourself up over it. Like, you were young. You're still learning. You said both of you grew together. Like, we don't know until we know. And honestly, I don't think I would have had this much empathy or compassion until, like, life challenges happened to me. And it pushed me into a place that I had to learn to be more um, empathetic. And I don't know, my husband probably still say that I'm nonchalant sometimes. Like, with him, like, okay, let's, let's just keep on because I do push a lot of stuff down as well. But, again, I think it's just empathy, just learning, and then educating myself on trauma. That's what's helped me a lot. And I hear that you're saying that just the environment that you're in, it's helped you a lot. And I'm sure that you and your, your wife, even though she said sometimes it wasn't a good time, but maybe afterwards, you're like, it, it was a lighter moment. It was a lighter time, moment. I mean, right? There were some things that were fun. They were mm-hmm. funny. You know, we had we had a great time. And when all during some of those times, there were things. We learned stuff along the way to be able to help other people. Because when, when tragedy happens now, we can step in because we understand, I don't know, it sounds cold, but the business of how to get through this money passes away. Somebody got to handle the business. Now, if we all then fell apart, because Big Mama gone, right. somebody got to go ahead and handle the stuff that goes on. Right. And so we sort of learned that along the way as well. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you know what? That is exactly true because my father passed. And I knew my father was dying. I, I was in the hospital with him when he passed. I woke up that morning and said, I know my father's going to pass today. Like, we knew the hospice gave him a certain amount of time and everything. And still, when he passed away and I came home and I fell apart, my church family was so great that they just came in and they did everything. That I didn't have to 
do programs and nothing. They just says, Tammy, we got you. And you're right. That's so important because when you are in that space and you're saying big mama, whoever it is, is gone and they can't handle it. Like, how am I going to handle all of this stuff with this going on? So thank you um, for sharing that. You are on the radio before we run out of time. I want to make sure that you actually tell us exactly what you do. What is Mike King Biz? Mike King Biz is a social media business platform that helps. I help people with, with two things. Uh, revenue as a business or nonprofit or whatever, revenue and exposure, media exposure. So really quickly, my background, I came, I was in the Army for a long time, was up in State College, Pennsylvania. Uh, when you hear the AccuWeather forecast, that's where I used to work at. Oh, came okay. to Richmond in 2014, didn't know anyone. I came with the Henrico Citizen, stayed at the Henrico Citizen for about eight months, but I always had the belief and understanding that business could help society be better. And my father never knew how to do anything, to fix anything, but he knew that guy. My father was the king of I know a guy. So I ended up at the radio, at the TV station. I worked at CW until 2019, CW and NBC12 selling advertising. But along the way, started getting to know the nonprofits out there and the people who needed support and help. I became that guy. All of a sudden, so then I got a chance to go on the radio, was on uh, conservative radio for uh, almost two years. Uh, ended up at ESPN about nine months ago. It's a business platform, but it's business-ish. We talked to everyone from whether it's the mayor or uh, we've had SBA director on, nonprofits come on. If you have a story to tell, uh, we're the place. So we're share on. your information so, so we okay, can have that's it. Right. Yeah. That's right. All right, so <laughs> yeah. Mike King Biz, it's the radio program. is on the mic with Mike RV. That's a social platform. One of Mike with Mike RV as well as Mike King Biz. We're on ESPN Richmond 106.1, 5 to 7 a.m. every day. Uh, we are also on uh, The Choice 105.3, 2 to 3 every day. Well, The Choice is me and friends of mine. What I do is I give a platform to business people and people. How do they share their message? And as well as uh, we're on International Business Growth Radio on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Just people telling their stories. But I'm on, I'm on with Tammy Moley. I've been seeing you forever. Right. And you know, what was I saying? He hitting you up saying, hey, Tammy. Yes. You got a platform. For months now. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's just like, and I tell people, if you don't think social media works, I'm like, I'm talking to you, right? Right. I didn't know you before. No, no. So, a lot of people don't know me, knew me before. But the thing about it, I've been doing this for a really long time. But social media, you're right. Social media plays a part. And you, you right. know the platform. And I knew the difference between us as radio shows. But shout out to Markeisha. When hey, I, I had her on my show, and it was fun and games, and walked away saying, man, that was great. I see her on your show. I call up and say, I'm sorry about that interview right there that oh, I did. I, I didn't she, know. Yeah, her, she actually walked in. If you did not listen to that show, that's another show with Grief and That Law, is a show. That Markeisha um, walked in and discovered her mom passed, and Markeisha is the founder of Local. Local. And that's you see big. her all the time just smiling. That's what I she, saw. She has a smile on her face. That wasn't a story that and, I got here when I listened. And actually her father died of a, a heart attack as well. That's what Tammy Mobley does. Yeah. Yeah, you were out on the front lines helping folks. It's a, it's a hard season right now. This holiday season is, yeah. and plus we were we were on timeout for a long time too. We didn't know what that would do. Right. And we're seeing uh, people are hurting, and this is a platform. So I'm going to ask you a question, Mike. So now that you know what you know, what would you do differently to give your wife that support, or what would you tell someone different? now that they, if they're going through 
grief, like your wife suffering the loss back to back. What would you say? You really have to listen and address it because it it does it it don't go away. What it does is it may be put on the back burner, but it's going to come back and it's going to show up in, in different kind of ways. You know, you're going to hear about that. You're going to see things years later, you know, especially you guys are together, whether it's kids, you know, you're going to see it needs to be addressed and, and get help, you know, and get help that's out there. Uh, like back in our day, help wasn't something we talked to each other. Maybe you talked to somebody, maybe it's a pastor, maybe whatever, but it's not like it is now, which is, there's folks who's out there doing shout out to James Harrison, especially men, you know. Yeah, James getting out there because, the mental health movement. You know, yes. we're, we're we're good and we like we ain't good. And you know the other thing is that um when we were growing up, there was a lot of what happens in this house stays in this house. Definitely. Right. So even if you had any kind of emotions, if you had any kind of feelings, you couldn't even show it because what no, happens that- in this house stays in this house. Or even if you got in trouble for something, and um, last week I did an activity with my girls, so things that your mom says, and it's like, stop crying. Before I give you something to cry about. Cry, cry for, right? And my mother, that, that was true. I remember I was about 35, 36, and we came home on leave, and my mother was, I was at the top of the stairs, my mom was at the bottom, and I was just talking back and forth. My mother's like, if you keep running your mouth, I'm going to give you something. I scooped up my wife and two kids and said, let's go. You had I, you was already married. Your your mom your yeah, mom said that. Light I couldn't me even up. get it out. Your and you know what I did? Let's shit. go. I refused to be knocked out or <laughs> or, or dogged out in front of my kids by my mother because it would have happened. <laughs> okay. Mike, thank you so much for being on our show, Beyond Survival with Tammy. Thank you for your transparency. Um, once again, tune in to On the Mic with Mike. Uh, every day, every right? day, five every to seven a.m. And don't forget to listen to Beyond Surviving with Tammy, where we recognize, empower, and support survivors. Right here every Sunday on Rejoice One Hundred One Point Three FM, nine ninety a.m. Remember, your imperfections don't stop your greatness, and we will see you next Sunday. Thank you. Thank Take you care. For tuning in to Beyond Surviving with Tammy, where we recognize, support, and empower survivors. If you'd like to be a guest or sponsor on the show, email us at beyondsurvivingtammy at gmail.com. See you next time right here on Rejoice 101.3 FM, 990 AM at 10 AM every Sunday. And remember, your imperfections don't stop your greatness. If anyone asks, you're listening to Rejoice, WREJ, Richmond, 101.3 FM, 990 AM. Millions of people today have no dental insurance. If you're without insurance, do you have a plan to care for your teeth without spending a fortune? Introducing DentalPlans.com. How would you like to save 10 to 60% off your next dental visit for as little as $7 a month? We offer trusted dental savings plans from companies like Cigna and Aetna with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Be a part of the 1 million-plus happy smiles served since 1999 that save money when they visit the dentist. You can save on cleanings, dentures, braces, x-rays, fillings, crowns, root canals, and even teeth whitening. Call 800-628-5067 now to start saving immediately. Mention promo code RADIO to receive 15% off any plan and for a limited time, one month free.